Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. When the days were completed for their day of purification, according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Just as it was written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord. And to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, in accordance with the dictate of the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was with him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and the rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself, a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the tribe of, from the tribe of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher, she was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at the very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child and to all who were waiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all their prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So all of you on your baptism were baptized into the body of Christ. You became a member of Christ's body. You became another Christ for the world today. In the rite of baptism, there's a, a part of the rite where the child is supposed to be brought to the altar. A lot of times it doesn't happen just because of where the baptismal font is and where the altar is. But I always take the child to the altar and lay the child on the altar. And I ask the parents to lay their child there and to realize that ultimately in the, ba in the baptism of their child, they're giving their child to God. They're uniting their child with Jesus. And so by doing that, they're laying that child on the altar. And they're ultimately uniting that child with the suffering and the death and the resurrection of our Lord. Now, if you think about that from a parent, that's a pretty tough thing to do, right? I don't know if any of you guys have kids, but like when you send your kid off to school, if your kid's ever been bullied or picked on or, or hurt in any way, you know what a, a horrible feeling that is, what a vulnerable feeling that is, and yet that's what we're all called to in our baptism. The good news is you have a mother. Who's your mother? 
Mary. Mary's your mother. And that became the moment from the foot of the cross when she looked at her beloved disciple, Jesus looked and said, Woman, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. So you have this mother, Mary. The bad news is you're going to go through the same thing Jesus did. And so we hear this. Behold, this child is destined in, for the fall and rise of many and to be a sign that will be contradicted. You will be a sign if you live like Christ that's going to be contradicted. Contradiction comes from the Latin contra, which means the opposite of, and dicted is from diction, word. So people are going to say the opposite of who you truly are. They're going to do it with their words and with their actions. And then he says to Mary, and you yourself a sword shall pierce. So our, our mother's heart is pierced every time we go through the suffering that Jesus did. Every time we're hurt, every time we're wounded, every time we're rejected, every time we're abandoned, every time we're criticized, Mary's heart is wounded so deeply because she's your mother and she loves you. So I just invite you as we reflect on this feast day of um, candle mass or the presentation of the Lord, that ultimately we're presenting ourselves to God, knowing that we're going to go through the same thing that Jesus did. And maybe you're already going through that now in your life, some form of suffering or dying or rising. We all enter into this Paschal mystery. And so let us just pray that during this Mass we can truly offer ourselves, like you were at baptism, taken to the altar. May we now offer ourselves to this beautiful altar and give ourselves to God.